This is CliffCentral.com. Uh, 360Bs, this is where we at. My name is Debo Homafori. Welcome to another exciting installment of 360Bs. Unfortunately, just unfortunately that I'm alone in studio today. My boy Bulelani couldn't be here. But more than anything, as we know that as entrepreneurs out there, I mean, we always out there hustling. One thing that I always say is that business people never become late. You know, they become delayed. So I guess my brother, wherever he is, he's delayed doing business. I mean, at the end of the day, we, that's what we are, business people. And interesting enough is that when you go out there, you find there's a lot of businesses that get um, started day in, day out, week in, week out. And more than anything, and um, you realize that out of the blue, and uh, there's organizations that that rock up. I mean, uh, with all these failures, a high rate of failures that businesses last um, two years. I mean, we've got studies that have shown that an average SME would take about two to three years. Uh, and once you overcome that, that, um, waiting period or whether I'll, I'll call it a waiting period or a probation period, um, then you most spend a chance of being successful. But I mean, right now with the government, obviously, um, they've introduced programs, um, that has actually allowed, um, big business and organization to be started mainly with the purpose of empowering and establishing these small businesses. Today is one of the discussions that I'm having. We're talking about business incubation, of which business incubation has been identified as a powerful tool to support and sustain small businesses and boost the economy most importantly. I mean, as a result, CEDA and the Department of Small Business uh, were hosting an inaugural South African Business Incubation Conference on the 10th and on the 11th um, of um, actually um, March um, 2016. Unfortunately, I couldn't be able to attend in Galaga State. I was out of the country, but I know that the theme that they have was incubation as a vehicle for economic prosperity and the conference was aiming i mean at following a couple of key issues being business incubation policy being incubation finding models international best practices technology commercialization and role of academic institution within the business space i mean all this is uh, brought in stakeholders affected parties and opinion leaders in the business incubations in space um within the conference and must say uh, i've been part of an incubator myself and what can i say mm, i've seen some good ones i've seen some bad ones uh, but more than anything it's not about me today um it's about smes out there but more than anything one thing i always say to people never underestimate uh, humble beginnings because you'll be surprised some of the information and the opportunities um, that you'll get um, within the, this incubation. That's why I've got the guests, some of the guests that I've got in studio today. Uh, you're going to get an opportunity for me to introduce them. Um, these are the people that are in the space of SME development. Uh, more than anything, you're allowed to join in on our discussion. Our studio line is 0861 We're on Twitter as well. Our Twitter handle is at Cliff Central. We're on Facebook as well. Our Facebook page is Cliff Central. We're on WeChat as well. WeChat ID is Cliff Central. If you want to follow me on social media, it's at Debohoma40. On Twitter, it's Debohoma40. On Facebook, and at Debohoma40. On Instagram, we're going to be posting uh, some of the pictures so that you see some of our guests. I'm actually, I'm actually feeling like a king today because I've got women only in studio. Uh, if only it was, uh, but you know, thank God. I mean, we just come from, is it what, Women's Day? Is it Mother's Day or, yeah, what is it? Mother's Day. Mother's Day. So I guess hey, maybe that's why I have women only in studio. So, 
I'm more like King Swati or the president, you see. <laughs> <laughs> so, but more than anything, that voice, um, that you've just had, uh, it's a friend of mine, um, a lady that you all know that he's not new to the show, um, who's a subject matter expert within the business, um, of finance. That is Miss Precious Mvulani. Miss Precious, do you want to say hi to our listeners? Tell us, um, Absolutely. Who Productive <laughs> day indeed. Yes. No, definitely. Do you want to say hi to them? Yes. Uh, Sanbonan. <laughs> I, I love how she says San Bonana. It's as if you guys will, will, will respond. Um, and Precious, there's people that, um, don't know you and, and that are hearing about you for the very first time. Um, do you want to tell us who you are? What is it that you do? Uh, basically I help businesses manage their financial performance. And through that, in managing the financial risk and legal risk that actually arise within the business. And I set up systems and train business owners to understand and watch out for those things. And I do that through books, training and development. And you've written a book. Yes. What's your book? My book is called Essential Finance Handbook for Business Owners, mm-hmm. Seven Steps in Managing Your Financial Performance. Hmm. So where do people get a hold of this book? They get the book at all uh, bookstores, exclusive books, CNA, and we also have sales agents. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Before I actually get to my guest, I want to speak to you. You are a businesswoman. Um, and as a businesswoman, not only that you, you, you're running a profitable um, um, accounting firm, um, I mean, you've gone now into writing books and I know you've got an interesting venture that is coming up soon that's focusing on definitely empowering uh, of SMEs um, financially so. And I know definitely that you've had an opportunity of working with a couple of um, incubators yourself. So do you say as entrepreneurs, are we taking enough advantage of these incubators? I think to some extent, not really. I mean, the ones that I've been involved with, the consistent turn up on attendance tends to drop over a period of time. We are not taking a really strong interest in developing ourselves. Mm-hmm. We think maybe chasing in a survival mode is going to fix our problem, whereas we should be focusing on, on saying, you know what, I have tried this, it didn't work out. Let me work on myself so that I can fix what is happening in my business. Because you can't fix what is happening on your business if you are not equipped. So I think they, 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 the programs are there and they are available, they are accessible, but we are not as entrepreneurs committed as much. Uh, earlier, me and you were talking is that I kind of feel most of the time the entrepreneurs do not really know and understand how much does it take to actually run a successful business. I mean, there, there is an illusion that within 12 months or tw- two years, I will make profit. That is pure illusion. So, um, because you're supposed to be building infrastructure for your business mm-hmm. on those years. You're supposed to be building the foundation. You shouldn't be thinking about profit. You should be thinking about how do I build systems that would outlive me. So yeah. How do I build work. systems that would outlive me? Yes. But now, do you say? Would you say incubators are filling that gap, though, of helping businesses? I think they systems? are filling the gap, but the the gap is also too wide. What I have picked up in the programs that I've been involved, I've I've been involved with the programs that screen uh, people that come through, but I've been also with programs that do not screen, like usual government does not do screening. Mm-hmm. They will just give you a pool. The the literacy level gap is too wide. Hmm. And that is why in South Africa we are not competitive. Hmm. Yeah, no, you're raising a very critical issue. 
You're very, you're raising a very critical issue, but you know, my concern has been one though. Mm. Uh, within the South African business context, um, is that we, SMEs remain SMEs forever. Don't they ever grow? The reason why they don't grow, it's themselves that have not grown. You see, business relies on my development as a business owner because I own this business. Mm-hmm. So each time when I do not grow, as a as myself as a person, okay. my business also is not going to grow because I'm not challenging myself. We, we stick with the comfortableness. Hmm. We stick with comfortableness because that is the easy thing to do. We just need to understand that for me to run this business and really grow it, I have to change as a person for my business to actually go forward. I have to change as a person for my business to grow looking forward. Mm-hmm. Um, let me introduce um, one of the guests in studio. But now, interesting enough is that um, this guest, um, she actually did LLB. So now I'm asking myself to say, what is a lawyer doing in the space <laughs> of SME development? But let me take this opportunity to introduce Natasha uh, Martins, who's the operations manager uh, for Incubus. Natasha, how are you? I'm very good on yourself, Tavoho, and uh, I just want to uh, say hi to all the Cliff Central listeners. Yes. Uh, do you want to tell us who you are and what is it that you do? Yes. My name is Natasha Mortens. I'm the operational manager of a business incubator called Incuvest. We are situated in Pretoria and we're mostly um, operating Gauteng at the moment. Like you already said, um, I've got an LLB degree. I'm an admitted attorney. And how I landed here is I joined the BE space in 2008 um, being in BE sparked my already uh, burning passion for change and making other people's dreams come true so this is why I'm here and not in court <laughs> wow that's so wow, sweet. yeah no I like that and you sound very passionate about what you do I am very passionate no definitely uh, moving a ride along to another guest I've got Tabusi Rape Gwani, um, who's the senior executive Johannesburg branch for the Hope Factory. Um, I love the name Hope Factory. Busi, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Devo Ho? And hello to your listeners. No, thank you very much. Uh, Busi, do you want to tell us who you are? What is that you do? I call myself an entrepreneur activist. Um, mm, I like that. And I'm also an entrepreneur development specialist. So I go about developing programs that are going to have impact mm-hmm. in the entrepreneur's business and lead to growth in entrepreneur's business. And I'm also, my personal vision is to see an entrepreneurial environment that is conducive for growth for everyone who wants to go into the entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. and anyone who wants to start a business. I would like to see an environment that is so attractive that when you're talking to school kids, they can talk about being an entrepreneur the same in the same vein as they talk about being a chartered accountant or a doctor. So um, my my mission is to make sure that we really make a success of entrepreneurship so that children in future can look forward to becoming entrepreneurs. Yes, it should be a career choice. Uh, exactly. Yeah, no, I that's that is so true because obviously within the various platforms that I am I always call myself an an SME activist. Um because for me I think right now um entrepreneurship is a career choice. Mm. 
Um, right now, for me, it's sad that when banks look at us, uh, if you're an entrepreneur, they think you're unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So you're unemployed, and when, you know, other organizations, you say, no, I'm running my own business, like, no, no, no. And interesting enough, one thing that I've always said that disturbs me is that an employee of mine will acquire a bond, but me, the yeah, business owner, wouldn't have... <laughs> <laughs> Who's who here? Because I'm the one that needs to be getting the most money. Mm. You know? So for the fact that I pay employees, that should say oh, there's more where that came from. Exactly. But I mean, it's one of those things. Um, Natasha, you spoke of something very interesting when you said you 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 bumped into um the the PE space. Um, right now, according to the amended B codes, I mean, it has become a priority. Um, being enterprise development. Why do you think is that now? Um, both enterprise development and supply development is now priority elements on the amended codes of good practice. And mm-hmm. I think the reason for that is because enterprise as well as supply development is such a wonderful vehicle for change. Um, because you don't only change the life of one person, but like you just say, um, our entrepreneurs, they employ people. Um, so I think that is one of the big, big reasons why it is, um, it is a priority element now. Just to give you guys an example, over the past financial year, the, the beneficiaries in our program, um, created 57 jobs, um, uh, in the past financial year. In the 2016, 2017 financial year, we're already on a job count of about 27. Um, if you just take into account that one created job changed the lives of seven people, and mm. that's conservatively speaking, in South Africa, we've changed over 550 people's lives since last year, 1st of March. Wow. And that is all thanks to enterprise development and supply development because we rely mainly on business owners who needs the points on the BE scorecard for our contributions. Yeah. So that is a direct, um, you know, a direct um, motivation for it to be a priority element. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. I want to I wanna discuss something with you, Precious, before you leave. Um, right now, obviously, you've seen there's a lot of businesses um, that are, are ticking boxes. Mm. As far as enterprise development is concerned, mm. um, do you think as corporates, are corporates prioritizing this enterprise development and supply development thing serious? I think others are, others are not. Remember, this is a new concept. When it's getting introduced and it's getting introduced by legislation, mm-hmm. it's not a comfortable environment for anyone. I'm of a view that within the next two, three years, we're going to start pulling out the best practices. And those best practices are going to help us to reframe on how we should be approaching enterprise. And it's a learning curve. I mean, I, I went through another enterprise development program where they were not screening and I said to them, but hang on, you're asking me to come and train. At what NQF level am I supposed to be pitching this? Because I can pitch the same content up to an MBA student. Mm. But that does not mean the person who has no metric will actually be able to, to then implement immediately. They're going to need me to hold their hand. Mm-hmm. So when they, the, the enterprise development program is not checking their own processes to make sure that they can measure the impact, it then becomes very tricky when it's just a tick box. So I'm of a view that, yes, it's a learning curve. They just need to do the best and use, and there are good ones. There are studies that are showing good ones, but it's about you have to know 
what was the status before you put the intervention of the customer, so of the client in this case, an entrepreneur, before you put intervention. Then after intervention, check the impact. What has been the impact of this intervention that I've done? And I'm of a view that as a social entrepreneur myself, it's possible to be able to do that. Mm. You can measure using the number of people employed, the turnover, the full compliance in terms of tax clearance, and so on. There's several components that can be used. You said you said something very key. Um, check the impact. Um, in fact, before we actually check on the impact, one thing that I want to ask you, have you been part of an incubator before? Yes, 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 definitely. Oh, is it? Yeah. You see, entrepreneurs, they think being in incubation, you, you must have been, you, there's something lacking with mm-hmm. In South Africa, we don't have mentorship. We don't have coaching. No, that's so true. So for me, I already knew what I needed to do, how I need, but I needed someone who's going to check my thinking. The same thing I did with you. Mm-hmm. I gave you a half a page and said, just read, do you think I'm in the right thought? Mm-hmm. I do that with even with uh, Alan Race. Mm-hmm. I, I make an appointment with him in 20 minutes and I say, here's what I think I'm going to be doing. Can you just check if I'm thinking right? So for me, incubation, what it did, I went to Oric. Mm-hmm. I also did Branson Center. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did Spark International Changemaker, which is an international uh, NGO, which I'm now a director in it okay. so as a founding member in South Africa. So even on that, it's about how I'm thinking about the problems, how I'm looking at how, because the, the my frame of mind when I'm building a business has to be consistently be changing based on what the market is feeding me. And that keeping up, has to someone has to facilitate that mm. someone has to have some sort of a different thinking on looking and things hmm. yeah no i like that <laughs> so now i mean um, as i let you go um, i know you do a couple of work with with um with incubators yourself um i mean what what kind of work do you do with incubators okay so what i basically do with incubators first of all we go through what is their strategy what are the key performance indicators Mm -hmm. i do not get involved with the incubators that does not know what are they measuring Mm -hmm. and then from that i will then explain my own processes on how i make sure that they're able to achieve their key performance indicators Mm -hmm. And I will also take them through my material and why it's important that the involvement of the entrepreneurs and them doing the exercise. So I basically make sure that they cannot just say to an entrepreneur when maybe he's unable to attend, it's okay. Mm. It has to have some sort of a consequence. If you have missed it, then these are the things that you need to do to make sure that you cover big. Because you see, when you, when you look at business, everything is integrated. It's true. And if your your target was that I need to have a financial plan or I need to have a business plan, you cannot have a marketing plan that is not informed by a sales projection, that is not informed by operations, that is not informed by financial planning to provide the resources that you need. Mm-hmm. It's all integrated. And if you think you're going to miss one or two of those, do you think you're going to get the right results? No, no definitely so that 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 is my approach, and I, I generally detect to the incubator on what would be the best way based on the cape, and then they will then provide their input. But in most of the time, I think I've done this for with quite more than three hundred entrepreneurs, so I, I've I've tested my product to, to yeah. So no, definitely. No, but we're looking forward to to having you back on the show when we're discussing strategy. 
um and and thank you for joining us thank you so much for the invite no definitely um that was precious and from jed consulting um i mean she spoke of something very interesting she said we must check the impact so i want to take um this call and and check the impact um as to it's actually a surprise um that i know that um natasha is not expecting uh but you'll hear this right after this hello Hello. Uh, hello, Vusi. How are you? Fine, thanks. And you? No, good, thanks. I know Natasha is not expecting you on the line. Do you want to say <laughs> hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are and what is it that you do? <laughs> uh, hi, Natasha. Hi, Vusi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And you? Why are you not working? <laughs> no, I'm at work. I'm at work. I've just parked my car on the side. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vusi, um, I mean, you, 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 you had the discussion before we put you on the line. Um, yeah. where Precious says we must check the impact. So the reason I've got you on the line is actually a surprise to Natasha. I want us to check the impact, um, that as to how effective has, um, the incubation, uh, been in your business personally. Yeah. You know, to be honest, uh, I've, 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 I've been involved in all the incubation programs before, but the uh, incubus, I can tell you, it stands out. Mm-hmm. It stands out. The type of assistance that you get from them. Uh, it's not actually financial alone, you know. But so when you say it's not financial alone, my brother, so you're saying you've, they've given you money. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> not really. They are not giving us money per se. But, okay. But you know how is it difficult? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's quite difficult if you are a, 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 a SMME, you know what I mean, in terms of finance when it comes to when you get your actual purchasing order to buy the material, all of that. Mm-hmm. They actually come in and assist, not only just to give you money. They make sure that your books are, 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 are being run properly. Mm-hmm. You know, they assist you with the accounting services, also assist you with the, your labor issues, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get people, you get people. They make sure that you sign the contract with them so that you are always on the right side of the law. Mm-hmm. At the very same time, you are growing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in dollar trading, they they are a huge impact. Huge impact, I tell you. Is it? Um, I know, I know that that um, you you are you are a growing business. Um, and obviously, I've I've had, in fact, I not just I've had the privilege of working with you. I'm working with you, and I've seen um at the rapid and um rate that that you're growing um as a business. But now, before the business individually, would you say you've grown through um being in an incubator? Yes, yes, you grow, you grow individually. Remember, um, part of the package that we get from Intuver, mm-hmm. you actually get training that you attend to. I think it's CISA, the one that you subscribe to, mm-hmm. uh, where if, if you want to be a manager, all of those programs, you also get them there mm. just to grow personally for you to be able to manage your business very well. Mm. Okay. Yeah. No, let, 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 let me give you this, this responsibility. I've got two beautiful ladies in studio. I've got Natasha, um, from Incuvest. I've got Busi from the Hope Factory. They're in the space of developing entrepreneurs or running incubators. Um, if ever you'd appreciate them to me, for me today as a, as a businessman or as an entrepreneur, what would you say to them? Um, you see, in, 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 in if, like in one way, I tell you, without, without, without introvert, Belas wouldn't be where it is today. Mm-hmm. 
it, it wouldn't. It, I, I'm, I tell you, you know me very well, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Inchuvese has assisted Dwellers a lot. I mean, from having two employees to having seven in the office, we're running about three sites now. Inchuvese has always been on our side from day one when we got into the program. Mm-hmm. I tell you, I tell you, Inchuvese, uh, if it was up to me, I would actually give them a much bigger scope to work with small business. Is it? Because they really understand and know exactly what they are dealing with. Mm. You know, yeah. Yeah. No, more than anything, thanks a lot for your time, my brother. I mean, there's an entrepreneur out there that is listening. Um, that wants to be a Fusi one day, that wants to be a double homer 40 today. Um, if ever you'd encourage that young man, that young woman today, what would you say to them in 30 seconds? You must never give up. You must never give up. Uh, if you have passion for business, you must never, never give up. In fact, you must, you know, when, when even myself, you're one of the guys that I look up to, you know, to say, but I'm with this guy and he's way ahead of me. For a young person who's, who's, who's there on the street wanting to start their own piece, I'm saying, don't waste no time. Go out, seek assistance, look for all the programs that will assist you. Go out and do your best there. Wow. No, that is powerful. No, thanks a lot, Vuse. Okay. No, thanks, Pedro. No. Okay. Bye. No, thank you. Um, Natasha, how does that make you feel? Hearing, hearing an entrepreneur that you've impacted saying, you know. Firstly, um, just to be fair, I must tell you that Vizzy is a very, very good businessman. He is easy to work with. And, um, one thing that is stretched now, I really think that is something that everyone can take from Vizzy's book is to never give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vizzy will never come to me first before he try to make his own plan. When, when Vizzy contacts me, I know that he thought about the problem that he has and um, that he tried to solve it himself. Not not that he's not using the guidance, but he's not just expecting help. He's a very hard worker and Vusi mm. is really one of our beneficiaries that we are so proud of. Mm. Um, so that makes me feel very proud and very privileged to be part of of Vusi's story, mm. um, if it sounds like that. Wow, no, that's that's amazing. Uh, Busi, uh, unfortunately, we st- we're still trying to struggle, we're still struggling to get hold of uh, one of the success stories from your incubator, but I know that you guys have been doing um, amazing things. Um, you know, I mean, at a much bigger scale um, as Incubest uh, than Incubus has. Uh, I mean, but what would you say has been the success factor, though, uh, within the Hope Factory? I think um, our programs are anchored around mentorship, mm-hmm. so we see a lot of benefit in terms of walking the journey with entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and also not looking only at the business, but looking at the person themselves and looking at how to develop the person to become the best them that they could be. So we found that, that through mentorship and through that holistic approach that we apply to developing the entrepreneurs, we see greater impact. Mm-hmm. So in 2015, we were able to create 95 jobs. Wow. And um, 53% of the businesses were able to increase in and turn over and we're able to 49 of the businesses were able to increase in our profits. So you see that through the mentorship intervention, 
we see great results. And it's through stories like Fosi that, that give us encouragement in terms of the work that we do, mm-hmm. because that's exactly what we want. We want to be able to walk a journey with someone and get them to realize things that they would have struggled to realize on their own mm. and just get them to navigate the challenges of their business and to thrive in their business. So that's an, a, a very important uh, part of our programs, that, that mentorship element, that ability to just be there mm. and help them work on their business and help them realize their own potential. Okay. But now, I mean, you guys have been in existence for a long time. Yes. Um, I mean, uh, do, do you have a count of the number of, um, businesses that have gone through your incubator today? We've, we have about a thousand individuals that have gone through our programs. Mm-hmm. So since, um, 2002, we've got about a thousand, um, um uh, jobs that we've created and that's through the people that have gone through our programs. Wow. And, We've got the diff- we've got different programs. So right now I'm speaking in terms of our enterprise and supply development program. Okay. We've got our skills development program. Mm-hmm. We've also got our social um, development program, which really um, only focuses on the personal development element of an individual and getting them to unlock their potential and to start generating income or to um, be more. Um, Almost like be more attractive in terms of the job market. So mm. there's different elements that we look at, but all of them going towards our vision of in, ensuring that every South African is empowered to be financially sustainable. So all our programs in every teaching that we have, mm-hmm. we want to ensure that there's sustainability in the businesses that we grow. Okay. So we want longevity in businesses. We want to create legacy businesses mm-hmm. so that they can benefit even more generations to come. I mean, speaking of benefit, did you want to probably quickly highlight some of the benefits that you guys give to small business? So it's the the mentorship that we offer in our programs. Okay. We also have training and workshops, mm-hmm. and that's where we would impart business skills and we also cover all the functions of of the business mm-hmm. sales and marketing operations finance like precious uh, mentioned mm-hmm. which is also an important part of reviewing the performance of the business we also offer opportunities to access markets so we know that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with um accessing new markets they struggle with entering into the mainstream market so we assist them with initiatives to access new markets oh really yes we do. okay and we also offer um an operational investment grant mm-hmm. to our entrepreneurs and that's mainly to assist with the operations of the business to just kickstart the entrepreneur to get them on the right track and also industry expertise. So with the entrepreneurs that join our program, we find that in order for them to remain competitive in their industry, they need industry expertise. They yes. need someone who's been there in that industry to say, this is how things work in this industry. Mm-hmm. I'll make an example with the construction industry where something, that's my industry. Oh, that's your industry <laughs> yeah. where, where the costing is different from costing in a service industry. That's so, so true. If, if an entrepreneur is going there using a service industry costing model, they, 
that could jeopardize their business. So mm. we want to make sure that they are also remaining competitive within their industries and we give them that assistance. Hmm. Wow. I mean, um, there's the, um, Natasha, I mean, she, she spoke of some of the benefits that, that, that they've been doing. Um, they have been in existence since 2002. Um, so you're sitting with an adult, <laughs> you know, in the incubation space. How long have you guys been in existence? Um, since 2014. So we're really in infant stage. Yes, yeah. And, you know, we try and learn, we still learn from our entrepreneurs, from our service providers, from everyone every day. I think entrepreneurship is something that evolves constantly. So whether you are in infant stage or in adult stage, you can't just sit back. It's something mm-hmm. that keeps on evolving. So to keep on learning, you know, is crucial. Yeah. So then what, what, what are some of the benefits that you guys offer SMEs? Uh, we pride ourselves on our flexibility. So, um, our model is also built around flexibility. That's why we, at one stage, we may take in a little bit less beneficiaries than other, um, incubators. So we do have a standard package which includes the financial compliance, legal compliance, all their corporate identity, um, guidance, mentorship, training, a business plan and profile because most people that come to us does not have any of that in place. Mm-hmm. And um, then also like Vusi explained, if they've got certain projects that they work on, maybe they need some inset cost, you know, to start with a project. Um, that is something that we will assist with or a vehicle, or whatever um, might be their need. We go from the instance that it doesn't help to train a construction company if they don't have a vehicle to go to site. That's true. So we, we address very specific needs, and we try to be as flexible as possible um, in the different industries. And each company... Um, on its, you know, is judged on its own merits. So now, I mean, in terms of now, what, what, um, what you've just said, um, the offering that that you give, um, do you take entrepreneurs annually, or you know? Is, is, is there an entry date that opens up for application? How does it work? Okay. We, um, we do not, uh, show anyone away. We will take in any application and consider it. Um, but we do take in people for six months at a time in our enterprise development program. Okay. Um, so we really try and make a big difference in a short, um, in a short time period. Uh, it means and I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. We already established that you don't need us. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> okay. um, so we do take them into the enterprise development program for um, at least six months. Okay. Um, like I say, we are very flexible. And on uh, the supplier development um, board, we keep them in the program indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And that is for them to have a platform, especially with our um, sister's company, CISA, to provide them the platform so that they can market their product to all of the um of the clients of CISA as well. So they stay on the supplier development board, you know, indefinitely, mostly mm. until they decide that they do not want to render service to that pla- uh, platform anymore. I had CISA, by the way, on the show last week. <laughs> uh, we're talking about labor matters. So now, I mean, uh, Busi, do you guys take people annually or do you guys have it all open as well, just like Incubus? We usually take people annually and we've got certain periods 
when we would take on entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. But what we've also now introduced is should there be any um, corporates that we are partnering with mm-hmm. that would like us to develop um, a certain group of entrepreneurs, okay. then we can partner with them and then take on entrepreneurs um, within that period when, whenever they need to. So we've opened that up so that we at least give people the opportunity to engage with us even any time during the year, but we do that through the different corporate partners that we have. Oh, okay. So now I'll, I'll come and address the issue of, of, of corporates being involved within the space of, um, 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 incubators. But now tell me the businesses that affiliate or that become part of your incubator, do they pay to be part of the incubator? When they join, um, the Hope Factory, they pay a 500 rent commitment fee. Okay. And that's a refundable fee. So should they leave the program, they would get that 500 back. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's usually a commitment fee that shows that a person has really buys into the process. Mm. But in terms of the services that we then offer, um, it's, it's free. Okay. So then now I've, I've, I've seen a particular, um, tuning, um, incubator, um, I don't want to mention names that they, they bring you in, they develop you, then they take a stake of your business. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the same with, uh, with, um, Hope Factory? Um, we do not take any equity, um, from our entrepreneurs' businesses. Mm-hmm. So we are a non-profit organization and our mandate is to grow people and develop businesses. And impact communities And we do that through the funding That we receive from corporates mm. So um, we do not Take any equity into the Entrepreneur's business um, For us that's, that's not um, a, a business Model that we wanted to to explore. Mm, okay. Then, um, do you guys charge entrepreneurs to be part of your? Uh, no, we receive all our contributions as grants, and we offer it to our beneficiaries as grants. Mm-hmm. So, for as long as they're on the period, the money spent on them um, counts as a grant. So, yeah, yeah. so do you guys take a stake as well? No, we don't. Oh, is it? So yeah, no. Because uh, I wanted to have this one that takes stake. Yeah, they, they. You know, <laughs> I think they knew that I was going to ask them that. Um, you know, so they decided to 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 um, to not come through. But I'll get them. I'll get them. I'm not, I'm, I'm a very patient man. So now, I mean, right now, um, obviously, being um, guys um, incubators, you guys are non-profit. Um, so you guys are relying on sponsors. You're relying on corporates. You're relying on government to to become involved. In terms of helping you guys make a difference, um, in the space that you guys are in, would you, are you guys getting good response from Comrade? We we are getting good response, and that's that's also being impacted by the BE legislation that has come about. So it has. Hey, I'm sure that when that legislator came through, incubators went yes. <laughs> now they need us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly because it 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 it. It almost acts as a facilitator for our work mm-hmm. and it has enabled us to reach more people and to develop more people. So I think it's, it's, it's a, it's a really good legislation mm-hmm. and I think the, the philosophy behind it and the vision behind it is really good because it aligns to the vision of, of the incubators and what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So we have received good response, um, and we have organizations, corporates, that really want to make a difference and that understand that making a difference to the lives of entrepreneurs is going to impact the economy positively. Mm-hmm. And when the economy is growing, the businesses and corporates are also benefiting in the long run. So we, we, we want people who buy into that long-term vision 
and that are willing to invest mm-hmm. in in not just the growth of the entrepreneur but the growth of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now um Natasha tell me, I mean you guys have been in existence since twenty fourteen. Um I mean they've got a long track record, you know, <laughs> of financial statements, reports and the likes. I mean how are you guys responding in terms of um in terms of attracting corporates and sponsors to come in? We had a very good response since we started in 2014 with um, just over a thousand contributors already in a short period of time. So we're very privileged and very thankful. Mm -hmm. Um, All our contributors is is also um, business owners that need support on enterprise development and now supplier development. The the thing is the BE legislation has become immensely complicated. It mm. is not something that a business owner can deal without specialists anymore on their own. So um, that's why, um, w- you know, companies like CISO deals with the compliance and all of that play such a big role mm-hmm. um, with regards to this. And also incubators because I think um, Busi can, can attest to that. We deal with all the red tape. We make sure that the moment that you spend your money with Incuvest, you are eligible to claim your points. So we handle all the red tape. We make sure that the correct people are developed, that the correct tracking tools are in place. Place, mm-hmm. um, feedback reports go out, so all of that. So yes, the BE legislation I think is for incubators and for enterprise and supplier development um, in general a big positive. Wow, no, I mean, good to hear that. So now, um, I don't, I don't, I don't do this on the show, uh, but now for for the fact that you guys are looking after businesses, um, I want I want you guys to 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 tell. Um, corporates right now, obviously there's, there's a corporate company uh, that is sitting, that is watching, that is listening, sorry, um, to the show. And obviously right now they, they need to, 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 to be, for me, my, my, my interest here is small business. Um, obviously it's them getting help. So the more, um, we've got incubators, the more we've got finance for small businesses to grow. I think for me, it's, it's one thing that is outstanding. So right now, obviously there's probably a CEO of, or CEO or CFO of some company, um, that is probably sitting and listening to the show. If ever now you were to tell them to, to, to come and put their money, um, to entrepreneurs in 30 seconds, what would you say to them? I would say, um, please join our noble course in building our nation and ensuring that we secure the future of our country and ensuring that we grow our economy through development of entrepreneurs and which will impact job creation and poverty alleviation. And in order for you to join, to join this initiative and be part of really changing the face of South Africa, Join us and invest in the Hope Factory so that we can see a bigger difference be made in our South African communities. Mm, Natasha? I would tell them definitely, you know, to just look around, look around the world. We've got some of the most passionate entrepreneurs. Really, we do. Um, there's a saying that goes that, um, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship is born out of poverty. Mm. And we've got more of enough <laughs> of that in South Africa. So we are committed to change South Africa, one business, one life at a time and we would really invite them to be part of that journey it's actually something that you wanted to be um, part of 
So now, obviously, maybe there's there's an entrepreneur um, or even that corporate that is listening that wants to get hold of you. Where can they get hold of you? They can visit our webpage um, at www.incubus.co.za mm-hmm. or they can give me a call on 082-901-4014. Okay, uh, Busi? Um, you can visit our website, uh, which is thehopefactory.co.za. Mm-hmm. Or give us a call on zero double one four seven nine zero six zero one. Good things. So now, I mean, Busi, tell us um, some of the success stories that you that you've had in terms of businesses that you've transformed, and 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 that you'd say this is a story that you think for you stood out because you've given me a booklet uh, with full of your success stories in the books that you have. Um, you know, among some of the entrepreneurs that you've had, what, who would you, what what story would you share with us quickly that that you said for you was the crib of the crop in terms of the company that you've developed? I think for me it would be, and you'll see it in the catalog, Full Menu Catering, which is a company that offers catering services. And mm-hmm. when they joined the Hope Factory and we did the analysis of the business, um, they were operating at a minus um, 71% loss sure. in their business. Okay. And <laughs> They went through the mentorship process um, for a period of 12 months. Mm-hmm. And after that 12-month period, they managed to have a positive 41% profit margin. For me, that was mm. a huge success story. No, it was. That took, it took a lot out of the entrepreneur because they really had to bring themselves into that process. Mm-hmm. And they had to fast-track learning and they really had to bring a lot of energy into that process of mentorship. And that's why we could see the rewards. So for me, that is that is one of the stories I'm proud of. And over and above that, I've seen that with that very same company, they have now started mentoring other small mm-hmm. catering companies um, and other entrepreneurs that want to start catering companies. So we're seeing that with the interventions that we're giving to the entrepreneurs, they're paying it forward and they also want to make a difference to their fellow entrepreneurs who want to start the journey of entrepreneurship. So hmm. for me, that's, that's a, that's one I'm proud of. Wow. Um, yourself, Natasha? I always say that if I talk about my beneficiaries, you know, I can keep you busy for two days. (laughs) (laughs) Because with everyone, there's such a special story. But I think, um, Glenn, he's also in the, he's also in the, in the industry of construction. Mm -hmm. When I met Glenn, um, he just lost all of his investment, um, in a business, someone that he trusted that told, that he worked for, for several years and he, um, the guy told him to invest in his business rather than to start his own. Needless to say, Glenn lost everything. When he moved to Gauteng from Limpopo, he didn't have a business. He didn't have anything. Mm. So we were so glad when um, Glenn landed a contract in Roodepoort. Um, and we jumped in and helped him with everything, pay the inset cost, and just to... Um, for him to run into another scam But Glenn, he always says Natasha, don't worry, I'm strong like Mother Russia So yeah. he just made sure that nothing, nothing gets him under And he um, started to do subcontracting work on ESCOM, um, on ESCOM projects And now Glenn is a proud owner of an ESCOM vendor number wow. He's working for ESCOM himself Now he's employing more than 15 people From mm-hmm. a business that had no employees 
Ortiz. So we're very proud of Glenn and he's just such a beautiful character that we all love to, to spend time with. Well, but I must say, I mean, I think we'll see you, you'd know this. Um, I'm sure you too and Natasha working with entrepreneurs, I think makes it priceless. Um, cause for me, I think one of the things, I mean, I obviously have been doing this show, um, thanks to Cliff Central as well, um, that some of the feedback that you get out there in terms of mm. the content, mm. um, that people get in terms of people would say, no, did we listen? Uh, we were, were you talking about this and your guests were amazing and this and this and this happened. I think it's, it's, it's priceless, um, to see this one's transformation, mm. um, that, that, that takes place out there. I mean, through, through, Obviously empowering of SMEs to say, I mean, right now you might underestimate, um, the little that you guys are doing in people's lives. Uh, but I can assure you that it's, it's definitely quite amazing. We are definitely the privileged ones. Yeah. Um, I learn from my entrepreneurs and from my beneficiaries. I think just as much as that, as they learn from the program, really. I think if you don't have hope for South Africa, go out and find an entrepreneur. You'll, you'll have hope again. Definitely. No, definitely. So, Busi, um, um, as, as we, we close the show, um, there's an entrepreneur that is listening out there, whether young men, whether a young woman. Um, or even someone that lost their job or that have even probably given up on life. If ever you were to inspire that person and try to give them hope today, what would you say to them? I would say that you you should never give up and you should invest in your own success. So by investing in your own success, I mean, if you're an entrepreneur and you're starting out or if you've got challenges in your business, find an incubator. Find programs such as our programs, such as the Hope Factory, and invest in your success because it's an investment that the entrepreneurs are, are, are making. Mm-hmm. Earlier on, when Prisha spoke about her experience in incubators, she spoke about a lot of entrepreneurs coming to an incubation program and not really applying themselves, not really attending. And we see that. And I would like to say to entrepreneurs out there, there is assistance out there. There are people who are here to help and who are here and have the expertise to develop their business. So invest in your own success and find those places and we'll help you walk that journey. No, definitely invest in your own success. Natasha, quickly. I would really tell them to dream big. Um, I find that, that people in South Africa tend to not dream big they're enough. Afraid of dreaming, yes. uh, they're also afraid of dreaming when they come and they're like, Natasha, I don't know how to tell you, but I need this. And it isn't even such a big thing. So I would really say dream big and do not stop dreaming because that will be the thing that will, that will move you from where you are now to where you want to be. To be someone, you know, who can employ people, who can make uh, corporate social investments and all of that. And then also be prepared to work hard because um, a lot of people pitch at, the, uh, at an incubator and think that you will run their business for them. Mm. It's something I'm very strict about. You know, it's your business and you need to change it. It's hard work being incubated because we drive you to a point where you haven't been before. So I would think dream big and 
and be prepared to work very, very, very hard. No, definitely. Thank you a lot, ladies, for joining us. Eh? Thanks Thank for having us. us. No, definitely. Um, this is what we had for you today on 360 Biz. Before I close off, what am I saying? A mentor empowers a person to see a possible future and believe it can be obtained. Be the mentor you wish you had. This is all that we had for you today right here on 360 Biz. You can definitely go on to www.cliffcentral.com and go check out the podcast um, of the show if ever you've missed it and all the other exciting shows that we have. Catch us again next time, same time, same place, right here on 360 Biz. My name is Deborah Homer 40. I'm out. This is cliffcentral.com.